Hey, this is Sharon Srivatsan. Welcome back to the Business School Podcast. And in this episode, I'm going to take you behind the scenes on the 10-minute secret ritual of the most successful entrepreneurs in the world. Now, everybody may not do this exactly my way, but I'm going to give you my blueprint so you can take exactly what I've learned from my coach and implement and install that in your life. This is the review preview method, and it allows you to understand and get insane clarity on what just happened and how you could actually dominate your goals. I break this all down step-by-step starting right now. One thing is for certain, just because it's tried and true doesn't mean it's working right now. So the big question is this, where can you learn what is working right now? The strategies, the tactics, the psychology, and the exact how-to, how to grow your business, how to blow up your personal brand and supercharge your personal growth. That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. My name is Sharon Srivatsa, and welcome to Business School. If I was talking to an entrepreneur, a CEO, a high achiever, and I could only share one thing, one idea, one process, one methodology, it would be this. It's the review preview method. This is the 10-minute uh, secret ritual of some of the most successful entrepreneurs in the world. Many people do it in some version, but they all get the same goal. And I learned this from my coach, Michael Shergold. He actually broke this down for me. And this one upgrade in my life has created more opportunities, more clarity, more calmness, less stress, and more abundance than any other ritual that I currently practice. And I have not broken this down step-by-step anywhere else, and I'm excited to give you the blueprint for how all of this works. So here are some problems first. So let's align on the, the three big kind of problems that I that most entrepreneurs see. The first is we are all have insane information overload. Number two, we also have a lot of painful open loops, projects that we have touched, meetings that we have gone to, things that we said we would do, people that have reached out to us, things that we know we need to get done, maybe uh, something at home, maybe taxes, maybe investments, maybe updating our will, lots of open loops. And the third is, I call this the stress sneak up. The times when we say, oh shoot, oh shoot, I forgot to do that. Oh shoot, I should have remembered that. Oh shoot, I have this trip coming up. Oh shoot, I have a presentation tomorrow. Those three problems plague entrepreneurs. Number one, information overload. Number two, the painful open loops. And number three, the stress sneak up, where you know it's coming up, but it just sneaks up on you. And suddenly you're even more stressed than you originally started. Now, I'm going to break down each of these and how to solve them using the review preview method. But the the most important thing that actually kicked all of this into gear for me was uh, when I my weeks were blending into my weekends. Let me break down what exactly happened and how Michael Shergold helped me with this. My weeks started blending in my weekends. I would work really hard during the week and I was hoping that, you know, I that I could have a little downtime on the weekends to rest and rejuvenate, be with my family but still think about the future. Now, I know not everybody has a general weekday weekend schedule, but I hope you have some days off schedule because it's unsustainable for anyone to go seven days a week, you know, 365 days a year. But my weekends were getting stressful. And not only that, it was ambient stress. And when I say ambient stress, I always felt like I was missing something. I always felt like I 
something was due, something that I needed to follow up on. I would randomly be driving in the car with my wife and I would hand her my phone and I'd be like, hey, can you send me an email that reminds me to do blank? And my wife would just laugh at me. She's like, you're driving and you think of something random when you're with your family. And I said that I needed that to stop. It felt like a lot was always, always um, missing. It felt like I was always overwhelmed, but it was still ambient. I, I still had some time, but I was like, oh, I'll just figure this out later. And when I talked to Michael Shergold about this, I realized that he, something was missing and he suggested his, what he calls a review preview. And I've taken this idea and adapted it. So in essence, let me give you what the review preview is. The review is look back, you take a snapshot, look back in time, whatever that timeline is, and look at, look through your calendar and figure out everything that you did and what you made promises on, right? Capture those. And then you look forward, which is the preview, look at what's coming up and then you prep. So essentially it is look back on the review and uh, solve the promises, look forward to the preview and make a commitment to the prep. If you just did that, life would be a lot easier. Now, most people don't know how to operationalize this and very few uh, very few people actually utilize this method day to day. So I'm going to give you my exact blueprint so that you can either use mine, some version of mine, or some additional version that can help you do this. In fact, my entire team does this. Every single person that runs, especially on Sharon brand that does this, every single person does a review preview. And they're actually, not only do they do that, they do the review preview and they actually drop it in our Slack channel. That way we know what happened last week and what's coming up in the weeks to come. So what I want to take you through is the solution to these three problems and how to actually solve them with the review preview method. So let's jump into problem number one, which is information overload. The entire idea, as most of you would uh, agree, is that we have information overload. So it doesn't matter whether you're a text message person, because I know a lot of text message people that uh, have email, but don't check email and they're completely overwhelmed and they uh, try to get an assistant and their email is completely a, a, a disaster. But then when they write an email, they get more email and they get really more stressed out about that. Uh, and if that's the case, forget a Voxer or forget direct messages or forget WhatsApp or Instagram or LinkedIn or Facebook. Uh, we're still not talking about regular phone calls or Zoom meetings or voicemails. Like we are being hit from all directions, right? This is not even including everything that is in, that is noise and everything that are signals. So all the stuff that comes to us does not come in any prioritized channel. So if I, it would be amazing where if we knew that uh, the only things that came to us, say on a specific email was only important, was all the important stuff. It would be great if we knew that, but all our channels are so, are so uh, diluted that everybody has our email address, everybody has our uh, text uh, cell phone number, everybody can call, text, email, voicemail, voicemail drop, DM, ping, ding, bing. And because of that, we're unable to sort through what is actually important. And then what happens is we just shut down. And the more and more opportunities that show up, it gets really frustrating. Now, they, like I had my one of my um, one of the CEOs that we've invested in tell me, Sharon, it's not about saying yes to the million dollar opportunity anymore. It's about being afraid about if I say yes to this million dollar opportunity is my opportunity cost three million. Like that's fascinating because it's not, while that's not grounded in any form of legitimate concern, it, that's how it feels. And, and feeling that way, ambient stress, really, really bad. 
So there's two things that we need to solve this and this, uh, and I'll explain one, which is what I call universal capture. If you've not heard me talk through this, there is, you should go back and listen to the peak productivity framework episode where I break down what universal capture means. How do you use a project management system and just fundamentally just understanding how to utilize universal capture to solve your life. In, in effect, here's what universal capture means. We are going to constantly, your, your brain is not an office meaning it's not supposed to be filled with files, filled with compartmentalized folders and uh, for, for retrieval of information. Your main brain is meant to process, be creative, uh, solve problems and think bigger, right? That's what your brain is meant for. So what you want to do is when you get an idea, when you get something that you need to do, you just need a way to capture it. And universal capture is either in a notebook or on an app or in a piece of software. I use a piece of software called Todoist, I capture all my stuff because it's available on my iPad, on my phone, on my computer, on my desktop, on my laptop, and I could very quickly do that. That's eliminated all paper and it all goes in one place. The Because of information overload, right? If you don't have everything in one place, without having everything in one place, you can't prioritize. Think about that for a second. If everything was in 20 different places, ping, ding, bing, email, text, voicemail, etc., you don't know what to prioritize. You don't know which one to answer first. So what I do is regardless of where things are, I actually put them all in one place and then I can prioritize how to actually respond to all of those things, right? So universal capture is the foundational step to actually prioritizing everything. But oh, after you capture, you can then organize your thoughts. So the biggest way, the best way to beat overwhelm and beat information overload is to capture everything and organize your thoughts. Those are the two things and it has to happen in that order. And organizing thoughts is hard and unless you actually have a system for it, it's very, very hard to do. But uh, when I do my review preview, here's how I actually handle it. Every Friday, so take a step back, every Friday, uh, before the end of the day on Friday, no matter what, every Friday afternoon, uh, to the end of the week, I do the review preview. And the review is looking back, uh, and here's the process. Number one, I do a brain dump. I do a brain dump of everything that is on my mind. And I'll tell you exactly how I do the brain dump. Number two, I do a review. I look back on my calendar for a week. And number three, I do the preview. I look forward my calendar for two weeks. That is my review preview uh, method. And so the first thing to manage information overload and to solve ambient stress is to do a brain dump. And the idea for the brain dump is you can do it in two ways. One way that I like to do it is I like to just take a sheet of paper and I make as many small boxes on it. And in each box, I put an idea. So you can make a four by four or five by five grid. When you say a five by five, there are 25 boxes on your page, right? So in each box, you just write a thought, uh, pay taxes, call Sharon back, uh, upload file, you know, uh, I, I don't know, uh, solve Calendly, just a, a send email blast, uh, buy pizza, whatever it may be, every thought that's on your mind, you just got to brain dump. I got to get to the point where I am not holding anything in my office of my mind. People think that brain dumping is a, you know, irritating, fruitless exercise that they don't realize the goal behind it. The goal behind it is to take everything that is on your mind and get it out of your mind. Because that's like, here's what I think about it as. Everything that is in your mind is a monkey. All right. Everything that's in your mind is a monkey. And if if you have, that's what they call the monkey mind, right? If you have an office, which is your mind, and you have one monkey, well, you know that if you solve that one monkey, you're okay. Why do you feel good on vacation? Because you're on vacation, you're on a beach, and you have no monkeys on your mind, right? But when you're in the office, you have a ton of monkeys. So my job is to take each monkey and put it in a box, right? So that's why I have 25 boxes. So I take a monkey, it says pay taxes, and I put it in a box. Take the other monkey, it says, call Sharon back. I put it in a box. I take the next monkey, 
it says, you know, schedule appointment with the dentist, put it in a box. I take the next monkey, which says, you know, order XYZ clicker on Amazon, I put it in a box. So now I'm taking each monkey. I'm not solving anything. I'm not doing any work. I just don't want all these monkeys jumping around in my in my the office of my mind. People don't realize that all of us are same. All of us are human. We have way too many monkeys. And when you have monkeys jumping inside your mind, nothing can get done because all these monkeys are, no one knows which monkey is more, which is the more important <laughs> monkey. We don't know that. So your job is if you ever feel overwhelmed, if you ever feel stressed, if you ever feel like you have too much going on, that just means you have too many monkeys, right? You just need to take the monkey and put it in a box and then you can solve each box. So the first kind of two, three minutes of my review preview exercise is I take every idea that's on my mind and I put it in a box, either a box on a piece of paper or I just draw a mind map and I take and I just write everything out. I want to get to the point where there are zero monkeys on my mind. That is part one of the review preview method. All right. Here's part two. So actually do the review. What I do after that is I then look back, I pull up my calendar and I look back at my calendar. And then I look back at my calendar and I just go through every day. I go I go through every meeting on Monday. I go through every meeting on Tuesday. I go through every meeting on Wednesday. I go to every meeting on Thursday. I go through every meeting on Friday. I look at everything that was on my calendar. By the way, I am uh, very OCD when it comes to my calendar. I, everything that I do, I put on my calendar, both from both to, to be a documentation of what I did, so because I forget. And the second is, I know that if I put it on my calendar, I won't drop the ball with the review preview. So that's also why I put everything that I do, I put it on the calendar. And so I always, I fought, that forces me, uh, motivates me to follow my calendar exactly how I designed it because it's also accountability with myself. So if I said I'm spending 15 minutes, you know, uh, I don't know, writing three emails, I spent the 15 minutes writing three emails. I know why I put that block on my calendar and why that's important for me overall. Most people don't do that and they just have open blocks and they never know what they did in their open blocks. So a lot of times I'll talk to people and they're like, oh, I had a meeting at 7 a.m. and then I had a meeting at 2 p.m. and I was in the office all day. I'm like, what did you do? What did you do? And if you don't know what you did, that's because that, that, that one, it may not have been important to you, you didn't memorialize it. And so you don't even know whether you should continue doing that thing, right? So I look back on my calendar and I figure out if any of the meetings that I had done or the projects that I had done require any follow-up. Were there any promises made that I need to follow up on? And I need to close the open loops, right? I need to close the open loops. It, closing the open loops makes you more dependable, more trustworthy, and, 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 and a much better partner in a lot of, in a collaborator and projects. So look back and solve the open loops. Then I go into my email. Remember, I'm trying to tell you again, I'm not doing any work. These are all monkeys. I'm taking the monkeys and putting them. I'm capturing the monkeys and I'm putting them in a in in, in a in a project management system that I can uh, that I know it's there and I can work on it. Right, every single idea that I get, I just capture it. Even if I know that I don't need to do it, and I and there's one little chance that I need to do something, I just capture it because then I can make a decision on whether I'm going to do something about it later. So I look back at my calendar for the last week. Look back at my email for the just whatever's in my email right now. Look back at my email and what needs to get done. And then I quickly scan like my texts and my direct messages very quickly. That way I see what was, and a lot of times if I have a uh, something to do, I would just mark it on red. Uh, but it's not that bad because I capture my text messages and DMs on a day-to-day -day basis, even though they may be a couple days delayed. I, I always get to them on my review preview. But once I do all of that, I just capture it I just capture it in my in my in my to-do list in my to-do list software. That's it because I know that once it's captured, I can then I have a processing way of actually how I process all of it. So that's the review. Uh, that way, I feel really complete with the week that happened.
looking at my calendar, looking at my email, looking at my text address, direct messages, capture all of it in one place. That list will get messy with a lot of monkeys, but that's okay. I get to at least process it later. Then I go to the preview, which is the next part. The preview is I look ahead the next two weeks, meaning I look I look at the next week and I see what's coming up. I look at each meeting and I ask myself this one question, what do I need to prepare for this? I look at each meeting and ask myself the question, what do I need to prepare for this? And as I go through some meetings, I don't need to prepare some meetings. I just do need to prepare. But if I do need to prepare something, that's a monkey. So I capture the monkey and put it on the list, capture the monkey, put it on the list. So I keep looking both at the two weeks ahead uh, and I go through day by day for two full weeks. So I always know what's coming up. It's really good alignment because when I do this, I also realize, oh, I have a presentation coming up. I don't have a, I probably need a deck for that. Oh, I have a travel coming up and I didn't book my hotel. I know that. I don't have to do that the day before, right? I always know that's coming up one to two weeks ahead and it's a really, really good thing. So I look two weeks ahead. I've realized that I don't need to look more than two weeks ahead because I know what's coming. But if I know one week back, two weeks ahead gives me a really good sense of being able to work and be strategic in how I think about everything. It's really good alignment. Here's the most important part this preview does for me. I then, as I finish that, I then look back at my calendar in the next two weeks and I ask myself, hmm, are these projects that I'm doing over the next couple of weeks aligned with my goals? Are these projects that I'm doing that I've committed to that I'm doing over the next couple of weeks aligned with my goals? Because if you're not doing something in service of what you originally designed to do, then you're just doing busy work. You know, if you and if you and I end up working really hard and not making progress, that just means we're working on the wrong things. Like it makes sense. If you are working really hard and you feel like you're not making progress, that just means you're working on the wrong things. And how else would you know that you're working on the wrong things? We shouldn't have to wait from one annual planning or one quarterly planning to the next. You should know every week whether your next week or the next two weeks are designed to help you achieve whatever you want to achieve. That's super important. So goal alignment is important. And I will tell you this happens often. A lot of times I'll say yes to things in the moment and then I realize I probably should not have said yes to it and I'm learning to do better that way. It's just me being human. I, I have no problem renegotiating my priorities. Like if I said yes to a meeting or a yes to a present, presenting somewhere or yes to a podcast or what have you uh, and it's on my calendar and I have, and let's say I have a bunch of travel or a, or let's say there is, I, I have three meetings or four meetings coming up next week, but I have five presentations that I need to prepare for. Well, I, I'm not going to be able to do justice. So I, I go to the meetings that I know that I can that I can renegotiate and reschedule. And I say, hey, I have a really busy week coming up. I want to do justice and, and be really present and thoughtful in our meeting. Could we could we bump our meeting by a week so I could be more prepared for this? And almost all that, I'll tell you nine out of 10 times that people were responding, oh my gosh, Sharon, I'm so glad you reached out to that. We also had a busy week. It'll be great to reschedule for the following week. I, I do this often, right? And the reason for that is that if you're not, if, if you feel you should not put yourself in a stressful position, just because you agree to something does not mean that you cannot renegotiate it. That's the power of actually constantly being nimble, iterating and renegotiating your priorities over and over and over and over again to make it in alignment with your life and your goals and your dreams and your aspirations is the very art of living. And if you can't do that, who's going to do it for you? Nobody, right? That's why the review preview is super important. So I look ahead two weeks. I look, I ask, what do I need to prep for either meetings or presentations? I see if there's any travel and I prep for that. And then I see if it's in alignment with my goals. If it is, great. If it's not, I renegotiate it. That's it. If, if sometimes in, some, some of you may say, well, Sean, I said yes to something and I don't feel comfortable, you know, going back on my word. I'll just tell you right now, that's on you. 
no one like people renegotiate all the time. I've had I've had 10, 20, 30 million dollar meetings where people were people had me writing them checks and they renegotiated with me. It's very normal, right? So if you are of the mindset that, oh, you know, I'm a, I'm a man, I'm a person of my word, I'm going to tell you right now, you're holding on to the wrong things in your life. If, if, if you give yourself a little grace by making sure that you understand that if you have to renegotiate priorities, it is actually in, in service of you, your, your, yourself, your family, your aspirations, your goals, and your community. You have to do that. And you can, you can be darn sure that I'm going to renegotiate with you if some, if I'm too busy and I can't give you my full attention and you should do the same because I, and if, if, if they don't agree with that, you'll also know that they're not good partners, right? Because they don't, if that's how they treated you, then it's no fun whatsoever. So please, please know that. And having the review preview block allows you to capture this quickly and diagnose this quickly. Otherwise you're going to be, if you renegotiated something the day before, that's, that's, for planning on your part. But if you, I renegotiated something two weeks out, that makes me look like a rock star because that shows how organized I am to renegotiate something two weeks out and no one minds. People just mind if you cancel last minute. Nobody minds if you're actually thoughtful and plan and build around it. So for those of you that are extremely OCD and feel like once you've given your word, you can't cancel something, I'm going to tell you right now, you're crazy. Like get over yourself and, and renegotiate priorities to have a better life, all right? Um, all of this reminds me of this, this one thing. Um, my friend, late Matrat Masarwa is the CEO of Assistantly. So if you've not heard of Assistantly, assistantly.com, uh, they're the world's, in my opinion, best virtual assistant staffing company, uh, just on Sharon brand alone, not, not any of the companies, just on Sharon brand alone. We have nine people just working on Sharon brand alone full time, um, uh, from all over the world. They're so good. They're fantastic. Uh, you can get a 20-hour VA, a 30-hour VA, or a 40-hour VA. And most recently, one of my team members, uh, you know, and I, by the way, don't ever call your VA saying, oh, yeah, I'll just give it to my VA to do it. Like, that's demeaning. Don't ever do that. That's just wrong, right? That's like saying, oh, I'll just give it to my virtual CEO. Like, that makes no sense. Give them a title. Give them a, a role. So my, my, you know, our, my director of operations, who is virtual, just like everybody else in my 10,000-person company, is I, you know, she had an idea and she's like, Hey, Sharon, we're doing a lot of these things that are very manual. Uh, we should utilize a bunch of AI for this. And I said, well, she asked like, what do you mean by that? So she's like, I, I saw these two YouTube videos. I think that we can make all our processes better by using these two pieces of software. It's $20 a month. I was like, here you go. Let's buy it. Just by doing that, she's going to save us hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dollars a month and tons of time and accuracy because now my virtual assistant team from Assistantly is actually... Uh, playing point on artificial intelligence, which is amazing. So if you're looking for uh, to grow your team, maybe admin, operations, marketing, staffing, sales, etc., in this review preview method, then go to assistantly.com. I don't, by the way, they're not sponsoring this episode. I don't get any kickbacks. I just love them so much. So I thought I would share with you because every single one of my team members actually have to review, do a review preview themselves as well. And that's why this is so cool. So go to assistantly.com and uh you know get all the information that you like they're great and if you're looking for someone like that uh you should you should uh you should check them out cool awesome let's do a quick uh recap so here's my friday ritual i do generally end of day of friday this is called the review preview a first i do a brain dump essentially take everything on my out of my head which is every monkey that's in my head needs to get into a box i just do a brain dump i'm not doing work i'm not 
I, you know, the whole getting things done of if it's a two minute project, do it. No, I, I refuse to do it. I will not do work. It's only for organization, right? Only for organization. No matter how easy it is, I will not do work. I'll take the idea and I'll capture it because then I can do it in a more efficient way. So number one, do a brain dump, no work. Number two, do a review, see everything that's happened in the last week, figure out what promises I made and see if I can capture that. So that's the review. Number three, the preview. Look at everything that's coming on over the next two weeks and figure out um, what prep do I need to do or what prep do I need to, to travel uh, for travel? Is it alignment with my goals? If it is, that's great. If it's not, I renegotiate those priorities. And then I'm officially shut down for the week. And that's really helpful because then I'm like, I'm in a good place. I don't have any more ambient stress. I know that I've looked back and closed, uh, looked back in the problems and I, I don't have any more information overload. I have closed the painful open loops and I won't let anything sneak up on me from a stress perspective, right? So hopefully this is helpful to you. I wanted to give you the methodology so that you can easily implement this in your life. When you start it, it's probably going to take 20, 30 minutes the first time, but it'll very quickly, you should be able to do all of this in under 10 minutes uh, a week. I probably takes me 10 to 15 minutes tops to do this every single week, but this is the probably single most important ritual that I do that has created insane leverage and an unfair advantage for me in my life. So if this is if this was helpful to you in any way, since there's nothing for you to buy and there's nothing for me to sell you, I don't know if this is helpful. If this was helpful, can you just do me a favor? Can you just screenshot this episode right now? Just wherever you are, just screenshot this episode, upload it to Instagram or wherever on Facebook or wherever, and just tag me. Tag me and say, hey, Sharon, that was actually helpful. I think I can do something with it. If you think that you should, if I were you, I would make sure your entire sales team does this or entire teams do it or entire C-suite does this. I would give it to all of them to do because having a much more organized team, uh, a less stressed team is a much more high performance team. So just because you as the entrepreneur is going to do this, bad. Have your entire team do this. That's when it gets really good because now those practices are best practices that the entire organization does. And that goes into the very culture of the organization. So if you like this, screenshot it, tag me. If you think I can be helpful, DM me uh, on Instagram or wherever. Uh, but if you, if you want me to do more of this, just screenshot and tag this. That way I'll know you like it and I can make more of this for you. I appreciate you listening and I will catch you on the next one. Hey, Sharon, I have a cool gift for you. Since you like this podcast, I actually have an ultra super secret private podcast that I make just for my partner companies and the CEOs and influencers that I advise. It's called 10K Wisdom because I try to wrap $10,000 worth of value in every single episode in just under 10 minutes. That's why it's called 10K Wisdom. It's raw, it's real, it's got no intro or outro or anything like that. It's just straight to the point and to the insights. Since you like this podcast, I think you will like that. So for the first time, I'm making it available to you. Just go to 10kwisdom.com, the number 10kwisdom.com, and my team will activate it for you as my gift. Go to 10kwisdom.com. I'll see you there.